This week on the podcast, we're joined by McRayla. We're talking about Power Wash Simulator. We've got news about Destiny 2, Pokemon, and some exploding power supplies. All of that and more in this week's episode of the podcast. Roll the intro. Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, a podcast for gamers on a budget. I am your host, Danny K. With me, as always, the wonderful, the beautiful, the Mr. Greenly. Green, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I, you know, I'm just hanging in there. Just got back from uh, vac- like a mini weekend vacation, which was fun. Nice. Uh, and then next week is 2DCon, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, well, uh, I am very uh, excited for 2DCon. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> Danny, how you doing? I'm doing really well. I am happy I have power. So there was report there's like some bad weather uh right now. Um I was afraid of like coming home running into it. Thankfully didn't run into it that bad. And then I uh was at work and I saw like reports of my county, like a thousand people without power, and I'm like, shit. But thankfully I have power. The weather looks like it's subsided and I am ready for the podcast. With us this week. The lovely and talented Micarela. Hello. Micarela, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Thank you. Yeah. You know, just living my best life. Doing that sweet, sweet gaming thing. I don't know. know. (laughs) Gaming? Yeah. Oh, gaming. Yeah. You're a regular gamer girl. Oh, I'm a gamer. <laughs> Grill! McRayla, for those who don't know you yet, who haven't met you, who are you? What do you do? And where can people find I? you? Who am I? Um, hello, my name is uh, Michaela, or you can call me Micarela. Either one works. I don't particularly care. Um, you can find me on pretty much any social media uh, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, um, Pinterest? Anything, whatever, probably, (laughs) if you can think about it, I'm probably on it. Uh, But you can find me at, you know, whatever. Uh, But mostly at twitch.tv slash Micarela. That's twitch.tv slash M-I-C-K-E-R-A-Y-L-A. Yeah. And of course, links for that will be in the description. Mm -hmm. Guys, we appreciate you for watching and listening every week. If this is your first time with us, we hope you guys get a lot of value out of the show. And if you do, make sure you hit like, subscribe, and leave a comment letting us know. Um, If you guys also want to leave a comment answering this week's question brought to us by McRayla, who should be the next host of Jeopardy and why? Who should be the next host of Jeopardy and why? Do do we want to discuss this real quick? Who should be the next Jeopardy host? Clearly should be Ken. Ken? Ken Ken Jennings, I think, is his last name. He was he went on like the longest Jeopardy streak of all oh, time. Oh, yeah. You know, Big I never nerd. thought about that. Mm. I'm a pro Lavar Burton personally. Yes, I'm all for it. I do. I I do like Lavar Burton as well. Yes, I'm very pro Lavar Burton. Mm-hmm. Have you ever listened to his uh, podcast? No. no. He just reads short stories that he likes. That's it. He just. Whatever short stories that like he's enjoying, they're mm-hmm. usually right around half an hour to an hour or so, kind of depending on the story. Okay. They are 
and they range all sorts of like to like historical fiction to science fiction some fantasy mm-hmm. it's great especially if like you're someone who like struggles to sleep it's mm-hmm. like it's like getting read a bedtime story yeah by lavar you know. burton it's so nice yeah, my, my parents live 16 hours away so guess i'm gonna have to substitute them for lavar burton now yeah it's it's fantastic guys let us know in the twitch chat or in you the youtube comments or if you want to tweet at us you can tweet at me at danny k d-a-n-i-e-c-a-e and uh, let us know who you think should be the next host of jeopardy should be uh i have a little bit more that i want to talk about here for housekeeping uh last week someone asked if we could if i could buy play and review cuckold simulator to which I responded, if last week's episode got 10 likes and 50 views on YouTube, I would do it. The mark was missed. But let me give them a chance to redeem themselves. If this week's episode gets the same 10 likes and 50 views, before the next episode, I will play and review Cuckold Simulator on the podcast. Okay, this is your guys' chance to fucking torture me because that game looks awful. <laughs> and I don't want to spend it's the $3 awful. on Just it. The name is awful. Uh, the yeah. Zombie Potion who, who asked if I could do it uh, popped up in the chat and asked, did I win? You didn't win, my friend. You didn't win. If you get this week. There was no winners in the, to begin with on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was no winners. But um, yes, 10 likes. 50 views. I will play Cuckold Simulator. Ah, yeah. Just hearing it. I know. <laughs> uh, guys, like if- his little reaction, like, you know, hearing the word moist, just, ugh, cuckold. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Um, <laughs> and of course, guys, if you miss any part of the show, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Excuse me, Google Podcasts and everywhere podcasts are found. Sorry, my dinner kind of fought me there for a second. McRayla. Yes. You've got a game that you want to talk about. <laughs> and I do have a game. Let, let me just say it, it should hopefully cleanse our palates <laughs> of the cuckold simulator. Yeah. Power wash them, if you will. The game. Yes. Power, power... washing. Simu- power washing. Power washer simulator. It's a power wash. You, you power wash things. Can you? <laughs> will it power wash my soul? Uh, yeah, actually, it will because it's an extremely soothing game. You want to just like mindlessly do something while you're watching YouTube or Netflix? Power washing simulator. You want to have a deep, like. Uh, yeah, uh, spiritual and 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 psychological evaluation of your life. You play Power Simulator. You just like to clean things. You play Power Simulator, Power Washing Simulator, not Power. But uh, no, highly recommend. Highly recommend. It's just, it's a lot of fun. I really, really enjoy it a lot. <laughs> Yeah, so what's like the what's like the premise of the game? Like are you like right so for like um I know for like trucking simulator, like Euro Truck Simulator, right? You um are a truck driver, like a small time truck driver or working for like a boss or something like that, and you have mm-hmm. to like complete 
like these drives in a certain amount of time or you have to make like a certain amount of money within a certain amount of time. Like what's the, or like house flipping simulator, right? It's like all about, uh, which I believe I've watched you play before. Yes. I've also played that one. It's also very fun. Very satisfying. Right. Like house flipping simulator. It's all about like making money and like getting, right. So what's the conceit of power washing simulator? So it's like for every, so there's kind of like a big overall project that you have to do. Um, Oh, excuse me. So, for example, one of the things you can clean is like, um, like one of the first things you clean is your van. And so you you power wash it and you get money for like each individual little part of the van that you clean. So like you get money for cleaning the front bumper, for cleaning the windshield, for cleaning each tire, for cleaning each like the rim of the tire. For like every tiny little thing, you get money. There's no, there is like a time trials um section that you can do if you want but if you just want to sit back relax and power wash the shit out of something you can just play the story mode and it's got like it's really cool because well not necessarily cool but also really funny because as you're playing you'll get like texts from your clients that are just like nonsense and just like it definitely gives character or yeah like personality to each of these tiny little characters that like you don't even see like there's one you're washing like his race car or something and they're talking about how um they're gonna take it out racing now but they're not gonna race in the streets they're gonna do sewer racing and they're gonna take their car and race it through the sewers and all this stuff and then like later on it's like hey this is so-and-so's wife we're not doing that we're not doing it like don't don't worry about it but there's also one in fact it's the one that's the gameplay is being shown now it's like weirdly bigfoot related like i don't know if it's supposed to be like bigfoot's house or what it's supposed to be but it's like you'll get random bigfoot facts and there are like giant footprints giant muddy footprints everywhere and then you just hear like this really ominous like booming in the background that sounds like footsteps and you're just kind of seeing they're like is bigfoot coming but no it's it's really cool and from what i understand um, the devs are actually going to start putting some legitimate lore into it, so, you know, buy it now while it's in early access so you can watch it grow and enjoy it as I have. What kind of lore would you add to a power wash, power washing simulator? It's you also know, called, by the way, um, I, I fucked up in the, uh, in the subject title there. It's power wash, all one word with a dub, with a, uh, capital W. So my bad. It's it's supposed to be. I'll, I'll fix that here in a second. But yeah, it's power wash simulator. I think I can fix it right now. There we go. Damn thing sounds like a fever dream. <laughs> um, yeah. So it is early access. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, continue, continue. about what you were saying. Uh, I think I finished pretty much what I was saying. But I'm excited to see any lore that they do decide to add to it because that'll be interesting. Whatever they come up with. Yeah. Um, real quick, anyone that's interested in it, it is available on Steam for nineteen ninety nine. It has already gone on sale once, uh, for fifteen percent off, according to Steam DB. That was its lowest price recorded. It was sixteen ninety nine. Um, it does have some system requirements here. If you, uh, I have a hard time imagining that many people would struggle to run this, no. but it's a. Uh, 
Requires a 64-bit processor and operating system. Windows 8, 64-bit or newer. It has a Intel i5-760 or an AMD Phenom 2 requirement for CPU. GeForce GTX 760 and AMD R7 uh, 260X. You need four gigs of RAM and eight, uh, I'm sorry, six gigs of available hard drive space. So I will say, um, I played it a lot on my laptop while my computer was out of commission and it ran that thing totally fine. I couldn't stream it. Like my laptop for uh, reference sake, I think the only thing I could really stream was like Stardew Valley or something of equivalent power. So like not a whole lot. And it could run that thing just fine. So as long as you're not like planning to stream it, then it'll run on pretty much anything I want to say. Yeah, so there's a question here in the chat and I have to ask you, how many phalluses did you draw in this game? So many. Um, I drew a whole lot. I also wrote down my social security number and my credit card number. It's on stream, so. <laughs> well, they can only make your identity better, right? Oh, yeah. No, please. If you want to please take my identity, someone, anyone, uh, take <laughs> can, my debt. Take it, please. <laughs> they can only take my credit. I say, yeah, they can only improve your credit score. Literally. Literally. <laughs> Six months later, you have fucking equity. <laughs> yeah. I, have, score. yeah. I have like an actual retirement fund. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Somebody was really looking out for me. They started a 401k. <laughs> <laughs> they really took, to, took a look at my, you know, my credit, my debt. They went, damn, bitch, you really live like this? <laughs> you have me invested and I have a Roth IRA and it's just a good time. But you know, that's actually a really good question. How come there aren't identity thieves who do good work? Like the Robin Hood of identity thieves? Yeah. You steal someone's identity just to get them better credit. I know what I'm doing <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the fucking Batman of uh, of like, uh, you know, identity theft. Someone's oh, yeah. got to do it. Somebody's got to be. Yeah, the someone's got to do it. I guess it'll be me. But granted, I'll probably also just ruin their credit inadvertently. <laughs> I was going to say, I, you know, it shouldn't be you, miss. Apparently, your credit needs to be, your identity needs to be stolen for your <laughs> credit to get good. <laughs> if you're asking for it, then probably, you're probably not the person to do it, right? Uh, Listen, there are a lot of people who do things they're not necessarily qualified for. Like I could be one of them. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> well, Do we... I was going to say like a white person opening up a burrito shop. Mm -hmm. Okay, people, I can see that. People doing things that they're not qualified to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, am I allowed to get political? Can I make a political comment? I mean, I'm not going to necessarily stop you. I was going to say, people doing things they're not qualified for? You mean politicians? <laughs> oh, they... Hold on. I thought you were going to be like naming names. No, no. Listen, but here listen. you are coming up with this vanilla, van, <laughs> vanilla ass SNL Jimmy Kimmel stand up routine. What the fuck was that? I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought you were going to get political and I thought you're going to like start naming names. And I'm like, hey, sure. I mean, I could, but I won't. <laughs> I'll piss off a lot of I will piss off everyone people on both 
sides of the political spectrum. If you guys were offended by what McRayla said, let us know in the YouTube comments. But okay. tweet at me on Twitter. Uh, I will probably block you or laugh or both. Oh, I just want them to comment in YouTube because it's good for the algorithm. Oh, that comment on YouTube. Comment on YouTube. <laughs> Yell at me about how I've offended you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so what else about Power Wash Simulator? Anything else you want to add? Uh, I would say I would recommend buying it um, because you will support the devs and they will, uh, by supporting the devs, you will allow them to release more content for it that I can play and more things to Power Wash. So. And more things to draw dicks on. Yeah, absolutely. If you Listen, if you buy the game for anything, buy it for the dick drawing. Like... <laughs> You don't even have to complete the job. You can just draw dicks in the mud all day. Call it a day. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. The level of concern <laughs> that I have for this game. <laughs> like how, how out of ideas do you have to be? To make a power washing simulator game. It's, That's it's like, one of those things, though, where it's like, you know, you see videos of people on YouTube, like, power washing something, and you're like, oh my god, that's so satisfying, but, like, I can't afford a power washer, and even if I could, I don't have anything to power wash, so I just do it in a game. It's all pixels, but here we are. It's like a lawn mowing simulator. Yeah, that too. Like, everyone's out of ideas. <laughs> goat simulator. House flipper. Like, Untitled Goose Game. See, just random games that are just like, I, like, how do people come up with this? Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> so wild. It's wacky. Yeah, this one actually, like, I understand like the market for these games, right? I actually even play. I think I played this demo. The market. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's just like. It's it's Zen mode, right? It is the turn. Yeah. It is like the epitome of turn your brain off. It is not like, you know, it, it's not like other games where like you can just. It, it's like it's deliberately made to not induce rage. Yeah, it's like right. I like, mean, it, it can be frustrating because there will be like these tiny little things where you're like there's no dirt on here why is it not clean and you're cleaning like the same spot three times but for the most part it's just like it's a really good game if you just want to relax turn your brain off or like put something up on netflix or and like you need to do something with your hands like for me i if i'm watching like a show or something i have to be doing something with my hands whether it's playing power wash simulator whether it's playing solitaire doesn't really matter. I have to be doing something. So it's a good game for that type of thing. It's not something you have to 100% pay attention to, but it's something that like will keep your hands busy. But the it's also very relaxing. Yeah. The vast majority of my time playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links is spent on my couch watching TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird <laughs> thing. I, I'm like you. Where it's like, oh yeah, I need to like engage my hands into something mm -hmm. while like watching TV. I don't understand yeah. it. Um... Okay, so is that it on uh, Power Wash Simulator? I think so. I think that's all I've got. Well, Green, you might not understand Power Wash Simulator, but there is something that you certainly do understand. Destiny 2. Oh. Destiny <laughs> 2. Let's talk about it. The Witch Queen update. 
Oh, uh, no. Uh, Dusty 2 had a showcase today. Bungie had a showcase today. Uh, big showcase. It was really nice. It was on uh, uh, Twitch. They did a live broadcast of it. Um, I, I streamed it. I uh, watched through the whole thing. Uh, they announced like an actual trailer and gameplay footage for uh, the new DLC, The Witch Queen, which will come out February 22nd. 22222. Oh. Lots of twos. Hmm. So um they introduced a, a myriad of things uh today. Um first off, the new season, season fifteen started today. Um it's called Season of the Lost. Um it introduced like it's essentially they they labeled it as the prologue to the Witch Queen, which this is like the longest season I've ever seen. Uh, it is from today, the 24th, all the way to February 22nd. Oh. Um, so yeah, it's a six month long season for Destiny, um, which I'm, I'm kind of curious to see like how it, how it will go because, um, I think what I've noticed the most about Destiny, um, when, it, when it's come to the, the seasonal content and doing the seasonal pass method, um, is like towards the end of the season, it doesn't feel like you have much to do and there's like no purpose to really get on. Um, so that, that'll be uh, interesting to see as it, as it evolves and know it's like a weekly story. Um, the beginning is pretty interesting. Um, if you haven't started playing it yet, I would recommend jumping on there. If you, especially if you're a lore person like me, um, the, the, season had like a pretty big shocking twist especially if you've been playing for the past couple couple of uh, seasons um they did introduce some sandbox changes uh they made any primary ammo weapon is unlimited ammo now it's infinite ammo um they're doing some adjusting with the void subclass for each uh guardian class I'm not sure 100% what that will be. Um, they introduced a few new stasis weapons. I know there's a stasis hand cannon and a stasis shotgun. Um, and then the the new season is really focused on the Dreaming City and Zavathun, which is a uh, hive god, uh, the, the sister of Oryx from Destiny 1. So a lot going on. Um and then they also announced during the showcase that they are doing their 30th anniversary uh, celebration in-game for Destiny 2. Um, as like a, a massive event. They announced that there's going to be like two two dungeons. Um, there's like a new dungeon this during the 30th anniversary. Um, and then also a new dungeon for the Witch Queen as well. Um, Crossplay went live today for Destiny 2, so if you have Destiny 2 on PlayStation or Xbox, you can play with people on PC and vice versa, which is uh, a long time coming. Um, they announced a um, anti-cheat, which was installed today uh, through BattleEye, um, which was a, a massive thing. Uh, especially for people who play like the competitive PvP, uh, like Trials of Osiris and and competitive, because uh, you know, let's face it, no anti cheat is uh, 
a bad time. Um, and then with that, they also made Cyrus. Uh, they have matchmaking for it now, so you don't have to uh, go in with a pre-built team. Um, you can matchmake for it. Um, season the Witch Queen has so much stuff. They 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 had like a massive info dump of like this is what we're co- this is what we're doing. This is what's gonna happen. Uh, we're preparing the the story full on. Um, they also announced like so last year they announced the DLC names for the uh, Beyond Light, the Witch Queen, and then the one following that next year is gonna be called Lightfall. Um, but today they announced the one after Lightfall, which is gonna be called the Final Shape. Uh, so that was pretty exciting too. And then one of the biggest things I saw pop up like after um a- after like the whole expat uh, like the whole showcase was uh they did announce that Gallahorn oh uh like a fan favorite weapon OP rocket launcher from Destiny 1 is making its way to Destiny 2 during the 30th anniversary uh event. And they also like showed off some of their their collectibles that you can purchase um, which I'm actually super excited for because I like Destiny collectibles, and I'm I might be grabbing you know put my little grubby money fingers on them because I'm <laughs> I'm so excited. There was a, a exotic, there's an exotic helmet in Destiny called the Celestial Nighthawk, which it looks like a, a like a falcon head, and they made like a replica of it. You can pre-order it now, and I'm trying to like talk myself out of it. Um, there's a, a bunch of story stuff that they introduced in the trailer for Witch Queen as well. I'm not going to spoil it with the, you know, with this, with talking about it. I, I would recommend actually going and watching the Witch Queen trailer, um, because it's big. It, it, you know, I, I don't want to spoil it simply because like when I saw it, I had like my, my jaw was on the floor. It's not something I would ever imagine Bungie and Destiny evolving into, and uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm actually excited. Like it's, it's been a minute since I've been able to say I'm excited for Destiny. Like genuinely excited. So, uh, yeah, lots to come. Lot, a lot of stuff that's here, uh, especially crossplay. Like everyone's excited for you know. I have a lot of my friends that are still on PlayStation um, that haven't played Destiny in a long time. You know, that we can actually play with now. Um, now that I'm on PC and they're on PlayStation still, so a lot of things, a lot, a lot of things. Yeah. Excitement. How did the like? How did the show for them go overall? Like, was it? Oh, Destiny or Bungie always puts like a hundred, hundred and ten percent into like their their showcases and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like. It, it's fantastic. The cinematography, um, every like everyone in the chat was hyping up. Uh, shit, the the live the uh video that I was watching from like Bungie's uh Twitch channel had over 120,000 viewers, so it was big and it it looked good. It looked clean. Um, and, you know they had had some stuff about you know, Black Lives Matter. 
and uh, you know sexual assault and stuff like that. Which Bungie's always been known for, you know, being a, a compassionate company and you know helping a bunch of different causes like St. Jude's and uh, women at Bungie and and stuff like that. So um, it, it's what I expected from from them, and I never displeased with the showcases. Nice, McRaylock. So they didn't they didn't have da- a Dado in it, which is a a, a big Destiny content creator on Twitch, mm. um, which I'm not really upset about. <laughs> Got you. So, well, uh, actually, an appearance. Yeah, I should actually ask you real quick. Can you mention the one thing that you did Destiny Two related right now? Yeah, I can mention it. It's it's live. Um, I was invited by uh, Steven at the Loot Crates. Uh, uh, he's the Loot, Loot Crate Anime uh, Community Manager, I believe. Do we, why are we um, pretending we don't know who he is? <laughs> his, his name is Steve. Well, because like <laughs> to his community, he is Steven at Loot Crate Anime. But Rev's fan asked me to come on to... <laughs> uh, um, their their relaunch of a thing they had called Educrated, Edu Dash Crated, yeah. <laughs> um, but they renamed it Remotely Educrated because now that everyone's remote due to COVID and stuff like that, um, so they had me on and I essentially asked them um, Destiny questions uh, since because they are doing. It themed on the box that they're they're relaunching. Um, so there's the they were doing a crucible launch for the loot crate destiny. Uh, so I asked them a bunch of questions. I, I, honestly, Rev got most of them, surprisingly. <laughs> even though he's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I won't pass this. I won't. I won't know any of them. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I was honored that they would you know, pick me to come on and, and do that stuff. So, um, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Big shout out to Rev on, uh, and the Loot Crate team. Leslie and Britt were, uh, very fun to hang out with and give some destiny info to. Nice. Gotcha. McRayla, do you have anything uh, related to destiny Two that you want to mention? Ask. Um, nothing good, but come back. You know, you, to. No, Do I it. absolutely don't. Darkness. Once they, you know, I've spent over a hundred dollars on content that's like no longer available. So that is fair. Um, but they, you know, they're introducing new stuff and yeah. But I didn't get the ch- like because I'm so busy during the day. I don't have time to pump all the time I need to to finish all of that content that is now no longer available and. I know, I think someone said once that they're trying to keep, like, their file size down. I would rather have, like, a 200 gigabit game if it got me all of the stuff that I've paid for. But now it's all, it's gone. And I can't do anything with it. So it's all money that's just gone. Yeah. But that's, I've, that's all I feel, I feel it. I, I, I definitely get that. I, I, I did it twice. I've spent well over $200 on Destiny. Uh, because oh. I got it on PlayStation. I did all the expansions mm-hmm. up to Shadowkeep, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
and then Shadowkeep I switched over to PC when they first launched. Um, and I essentially had to pay for it all again on yep. on PC. Um, and then you know the expansions and seasons after that. Um, and now they release a collector's edition with a uh uh yeah. I don't want to say it, a a very cool figurine. <laughs> and I am considering spending two hundred and fifty dollars on this collector's edition of the Witch Queen. I'm I'm trying to like wholeheartedly talk myself out of it. <laughs> but like I want it. Like my brain right now is SpongeBob. Like I don't need it. I don't need it. I need it. It's like uh, uh, so I get it. I, I I understand. Yeah, and like I understand both sides, but at the same time, like with how little time I have, and I know you know like over hundred dollars in the grand scheme of things isn't a ton of money, but for me, you know it it was at the time that was money I probably should not have spent on destiny that i spent on destiny and it's just it's just very incredibly frustrating um i don't want to i don't want to turn into a fucking negative nancy so i will just i'll just leave it at that i'll leave it at that all right well uh i mean do you want to turn into a negative nancy now or later because we have a story I'm trying to decide if we want to do this right now, or do we want to take a quick break and come back? Hmm. Let's quick break. Quick break. All right, guys. We'll be back in two minutes. Stay right there. Thanks for listening to the podcast. This year, I'm bringing you guys even more merch featuring a simple black design with our new logo. Get a classic eco tee for $18. Stay warm and cozy with our classic crew neck sweatshirt for $20. And stay cool with our tank tops for only $15. And of course, it wouldn't be a new merch lineup without some mugs. Get our new mug for $10 and brand new to our merch lineup, get a 20 ounce stainless steel tumbler for only $20. Prices subject to Teespring fees plus shipping and handling for more information see the link in the episode description all right we are back sorry i had to fumble with some uh fumble some shit you guys ready to talk about some exploding psus hell yeah explosions and fireballs lightning bolt lightning bolt so that's that Best vine of all time, don't at me. <laughs> so, uh, Gigabytes found themselves in a little bit of trouble. Gamers Nexus has helped to uncover yet another catastrophic failure in gaming hardware, which can cause damage to not only your PC, but also possibly your home and body. Yay! Woohoo! Uh, I'm excited to talk about this, because, like, I I, I have some reservations about Gigabyte, and I will, I will talk, you know, when it's my turn, I will talk about it. Yeah, so, like, let, let's explain what's going on. So, Gamers Nexus and a PSU reviewer, YouTuber, um, I'm going to fucking butcher this, Aristides Bitsiopoulos? Green, you want to take a crack at that? <laughs> Honestly, you handle this better than me. Arist- Aristides, Aristides Bitsiopoulos. Bitsoyopolis. I think you got it better than I did. Bitsoyopolis. Bitsoyopolis. 
It's soilopus. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying. It's hard. It's I think both of us had strokes. <laughs> I smell toast. <laughs> I just had an aneurysm out of sheer stupidity. <laughs> so oh, both of these guy, uh, both of these groups found um, Gigabyte GP P eight five zero GMs and the GOP seven fifty GM models could fail and potentially even spark. Uh, the power supplies, which have had a lot of negative reviews from influencers and users alike, were also a popular item to be forcibly bundled with the RTX 30 series cards on Newegg. And um, it was mostly a way to bundle their bundling Gigabyte 30 series cards with these Gigabyte power supplies as a way to get rid of excess stock by bundling them with items that they know we're going to sell, like a 30 series card. Um, Gamers Nexus tested the PSU models for about two months, uh, with 50% of the samples they sourced, which they sourced them from purchases and other users, 50% uh, of the samples failed. During their testing, they also killed a Gigabyte RTX 3080, um, but they were giving benefit of the doubt, saying that it's they're not entirely sure if it was directly related to the PSU failure. Um, Gigabyte responded to their findings, claiming that Gamers Nexus were pushing the load of the uh, of the overpower protection trigger point, um, which is a safety feature that's supposed to trigger when you pull more power uh, from the power supply than its rated capacity. And they said that uh, Gamers Nexus was doing that repeatedly and for extended lengths of time. Gamers Nexus fired back saying that all the failures happened within two minutes of running. Um, there have now been, uh, and uh, they actually have quite a bit of video evidence also of uh, these power supplies sparking. Um, which is interesting to watch, to say the least. You you should go watch their video, uh, videos on the on the subject to get a bigger, clearer picture. But there are uh, over six months of reviews, complaints, and reports of failures, um, and they have uh, only now just responded, which is not a good look for Gigabyte. Um, they have now uh, given a more proper response to this situation, saying they've made fixes to the units and is offering returns and exchanges on the power supplies affected. I did hear one thing from the Linus Tech Tips WAN show that if you are getting a return or an exchange, you have to return the card with it, which would suck because a lot of people got these bum power supplies by buying the 3080 or the 3070s or whatever. That wouldn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, does it? Like, if it's a... I can see... Okay, I can maybe see, like, a return. Maybe. But even then, it's like you you ship me a bum power supply. And you should... And you're asking me to send you the one part that's not bum. Right? No, that doesn't make any sense. Because, like... I mean, I could see if you were, like, trying to get a refund. You know... Yeah, but, like an exchange, like an exchange, no. Like, that doesn't yeah. make sense. Like, if it was a refund, 
or something then, maybe like, yeah just uh, make up the difference like yeah refund yeah. yeah refund for the cost of the um refund for the cost of the uh of the power supply unit not for the whole fucking purchase it doesn't make sense to me yeah um, to, i wonder how many people actually like threw that power supply away <laughs> they're like oh right. I, i'm getting this with the the only way i can get this graphics card is if i get it with this power supply but i don't need a power supply so i'm just gonna put it on my shelf or you know th- you know sell it or throw it away like ima- imagine too like not hearing about this and then having it sit on your shelf for you know five oh years God. and then, you know building a new pc and like oh i had this extra power supply and then mm-hmm. thunderbolt and lightning yeah 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 exactly and then you <laughs> you build a new pc you end up having to build a new home <laughs> yeah god um so that's the situation as it stands right now green what do you got to say I, i'm i'm essentially I'm, I'm not surprised that gigabyte is having issues um seeing as i i purchased a 2080 super it's a gigabyte. It's a water force liquid cooled graphics card. I'm I'm not happy with it. I'll tell you why. It says that you can overclock this because it's water cooled. It's like oh, it'll, ha- it'll handle a, a pow- more powerful overclock because of the liquid cooling. The a- AIO that's accompanied onto it. It can't hold a fucking overclock to save its life. I've given up on it. I just run it at standard. So I'm not surprised that, you know, Gigabyte is, you know, sending out some faulty power supplies. Especially bundling them with, uh, you know, graphics cards. So, and that's my take. It's Gigabyte's like, I, I usually tried to stay clear. Um, at the time, it was like, ooh, this is shiny and cool. And it, it, may, it may just be I'm doing something wrong, but still, it... It shouldn't act the way it does. So, where does Gigabyte typically stand in the in the hardware rankings? Right, like uh, I honestly would say that it is uh, definitely opinion based. Um, mm-hmm. I personally, I, like I, I'm more of an MSI fan. Like I'm, I'm, I'm cool with MSI. Um, I like ASUS. Uh, particularly for like most of my stuff uh an EVGA like I would I wouldn't buy a gigabyte like even before like not knowing that some of the power supplies are faulty I honestly wouldn't have bought a uh a, a gigabyte PSU um I usually just buy EVGA so um but the biggest thing I do have to say is like I'm wondering how many other power supplies are faulty because a lot of power supplies are actually manufactured in the same place and then just rebranded. Like it it it's not uncommon for a series of Corsair to be the same as you know Seasonic or EVGA just with different proprietary plugs and a different sticker. Yeah. So that uh- that is something other power supplies might be 
needing to keep an eye out on for her as well. Yeah, and I will say there's a few uh, things I, I um I had heard, and again, I'm not a hardware expert by any means. So like, go find better sources. Go to Gamers Nexus. Go to Linus Tech Tips. Go to Hardware Unboxed. Um, go to uh, Jace Two Cents. People who actually know what they're talking about. But from what I understand, uh, was that this issue would be relatively unnoticeable um, because a lot of hardware wouldn't pull that amount of power that would cause the issue or cause the failure. But they bundled it with the only with like some of the only cards right now that would. Which makes the situation feel even worse because they bundled a power supply that could not handle the power draw that the that the GPU was going to do. Which is interesting because there's it's a 750 and an 850 watt power supply. Like damn. Yeah. Now that's just I what I want a thirty eighty now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It's gonna it's gonna warm up your fucking room and raise your fucking uh, electric bill. <laughs> I think I'm running a yeah I'm running a, a seven fifty and a six fifty. Like I'm not I don't even have an eight fifty like fu- like fuck. <laughs> that's that's a lot of fucking power. Like the only time I could ever see getting something higher than that is like I was genuinely considering like building like a two PCs in one case with like a uh like a twelve hundred watt power supply. So like damn. Like damn. That's just unless I'm misunderstanding something, when I was listening to the WAN show this morning to kind of get like a better idea after doing some reading, um that's what I heard on the WAN show. Again, if I'm wrong, 100% let me know in the comments if I'm wrong on that because I am not like a hardware expert by any means. I'm not an electrical engineer. I'm not a computer scientist. I'm just a dude with a computer. <laughs> so, well, a lot of that stuff adds up too. So like yeah. especially if you're like you know, you have your your motherboard's power draw, the CPU power draw, graphics card, uh you know, all the extra components if you're doing fans lighting uh liquid cooling like especially like those big loops like people do like the the custom water loops that are you know they, they take up power so and powering a a motor pump an rgb all that rgb 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 McRaylo. You be taking all your power. <laughs> <laughs> uh, McRaylo, do you have anything you want to add to this? Um, I'm like you. I, when it comes to hardware, I know nothing. Um, people ask me what's in my PC, and I go, Ooh, even though I built the thing. Uh, but no, it's just it's from like a customer service perspective, and from like a business perspective, that's. The fact that they're powering or that they're bundling, force bundling the bunk power supply with graphics cards, which are already A, super overpriced, and B, hard to come by right now, that's such a scumbag move. Like, that's so scummy. And then, like, if someone were to want to return, like, return just the power supply to be like, oh no, you gotta do both. Like, 
that god that just that blows my mind that's just awful pr awful pr uh, i would yeah. say that it's more of like on the lens of like a new egg thing though oh is it yeah yeah, yeah. but still new egg what are you doing which I'd, i i don't know I, it would be interesting i'd have to you know like look at stories of, of new egg actually forcing that because new egg customer support i've never had issues with new egg yeah i, I love new egg I buy shit from them all the time. I almost bought an air fryer from Newegg. <laughs> like, <laughs> I almost like Newegg more than Amazon. So, yeah, it's it's interesting uh, that, and I and I can see like Newegg, like why they did it, like trying to get rid of like stock that no one's buying, but you know, we can't one hundred percent guarantee that they knew that you know these power supplies were you know starting on fire mm. like shit has bad reviews all the time doesn't mean they're hazardous you know true yeah so. but when 50 percent of the reviews are bad and they're reporting failures that should be something that like raises a, a red flag right it's yeah. not like it's not like um it's not like the nzxt case that we talked about uh a few months back where you know it was starting on fire and there was like maybe two reports of it and gamers nexus had to like go through and do the whole fucking rigmarole to get it to happen right this was like there was reports of it failing and there was six months of reviews and 50 percent of those reviews within the six months were bad yeah so it's just like uh, where why was like who didn't see these red flags or who didn't act on these red flags so who so who's like I'm wondering who would be at fault for that then would it be New Egg or for, would it be Gigabyte you know I think they can share it 50-50 right yeah 50-50 yeah. I think you know a portion of the blame is on Gigabyte because they're correct me if I'm wrong but they're the ones creating these failing or at least like the producer of these failing um, power supplies yeah but at the same time New Egg as a distributor and as a provider has a responsibility to then pull that product from their website, especially if it's showing like if it's dangerous, like they have that response. Like it's kind of expected of them that that's a responsibility that they carry. So the fact that and I could be completely wrong, but if they're not doing about it, then that does shift a portion of the blame onto them. That's exactly what I was going to say. Right, especially because they're the ones that are run that are running the bundles because they right. had the overstock. Mm -hmm. Right, so they're the ones that are creating the bundles. Gigabyte's not creating the bundles. Yeah. Um, Gigabyte's just creating it, and yeah, right. It's it's. I think it's a good fifty fifty split. Mm -hmm. The uh, new egg should have seen the reviews coming in, should have investigated it, gone to Gigabyte and said, "Hey, we have these reviews coming in. Can you and you shouldn't you should investigate this." And then at that point, if Gigabyte doesn't investigate the issue, then it's 100% on Gigabyte. <laughs> yeah. But um, the fact that Newegg saw six months of reviews and 50% of them are coming back reporting as negative and some of them reporting failures, that should have been something that they should have put the flag on. Yeah, and plus, like, I don't know the legal process behind it, but... They could save money by completely pulling the product from their website. Newegg could save money by pulling the product completely from the website and disposing of the product. 
than if they continue to sell it and potentially run into lawsuits. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like I said, I don't know the legality of it. I don't know if Newegg would be legally responsible or have any, or if, like, they would be involved at all. But that is a risk that they're taking, is that they have, there is that potential that they could run into some big legal trouble. And they would probably save a bunch of money by just pulling that product and disposing of it than dealing with all those potential lawsuits. Yeah. Green, do you have any other thoughts you want to share? I feel like the moral of the story is, I believe, EVGA and Corsair both have an 80-plus gold certified uh, power supply that if it, for any reason, bricks your PC, it, uh, I believe in within the warranty time, it would actually replace like your whole PC build. Damn. If it's not at faulty, I believe. I'm not 100%. Um, but I always stick to EVGA, EVGA, uh, you know, gold certified. So, anyways, because I've never had any problems. <laughs> yeah. Like, both both my PCs. Uh, wait, I'm sorry. Let me correct that. All three of the PCs I have in my household right now, gaming PCs, are EVGA power supplies. That's how much of a, a fan fangirl I am for EVGA. So, um, yeah. I'm not massively surprised that... Yeah, you know, power supplies from Gigabyte are having issues. Um, do I think it's like a massive thing um, that can't be fixed? No, oh, you know, as long as Gigabyte puts the effort into actually, you know, quality controlling and, and fixing their equipment, then um, and, you know, it's it's, it's a fixable. Mm-hmm. So but then again, it's Gigabyte. So yeah, I got a question for you. Uh, if Gigabyte's power supply was a Pokemon, what kind of Pokemon would it be? Uh, Electrobus. See. Voltorb. Thank you, McRayla. Voltorb. I got you. Yeah, you got me. You Thank got me you. There. <laughs> That's exactly, I was going to say, Voltorb or Electrobe? Are they actually exploding, though, or are they just sparking? Uh, Voltorb can learn Spark, so... <clears throat> I mean, but Voltorb does self-destruct, though, which to... is an explosion. And for these power supplies, I think they're, like, sparking. I don't think there's an actual, like, explosion, explosion. Well, and to Green's point, you could say it's also causing quite the buzz. Quite the <laughs> buzz. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> So let's talk about Pokemon Direct. By the way, that was a glorious segue. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and before, Green, before you say it, before you There's fucking say it. There's only 151 types no, of Pokemon. No, there are more. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> more. Fuck you. <laughs> there are more. There are more than 151 Pokemon. You can go fuck yourself. Anyways, so uh, Pokemon Direct happened last week. Um... I'm sorry, it's actually the Pokemon Presents happened last week. Um, but uh, here are some things that were announced. Um, Pokemon Unite. What? Go ahead. Hold on, Danny. Mm -hmm. What shitty ideas do they have now? What <laughs> shitty designs and Pokemon names do they have now, Danny? Explain. <laughs> Go on. If you guys think green is wrong, let us know in the comments of, the, of this uh, YouTube video. Um, At me, I don't give a fuck. 
<laughs> so uh pokemon unite the pokemon moba which is currently available on switch will be released for mobile platforms that's being android and ios on september 22nd 2021 um which make sure you guys tune in uh for that because i'm gonna get my hands on it i'm gonna play it i'm gonna see what heard, it's all about i heard gengar is absolutely fucking busted on that by the way <laughs> I i'm actually I'm, i am actually interested in actually trying that out yeah Dude, I fucking. I, I don't like mobas, but yeah, we'll try it. It's gonna be interesting because I don't really care for mobas either. But I'm like, it's it's a free to play Pokemon moba on iOS. Why the fuck not? How often do we do mobile reviews on the game, on the show? Um, and for anyone else that's interested, uh, there will be special skins or outfits for uh, Pikachu to be unlocked depending on how many people pre-register. Um. You can get the Unite License Pikachu skin that will be unlocked for uh, anyone who pre-registers. And that uh, if 200, I'm sorry, 2.5 million people pre-register and the Holloware skin will be unlocked when 5 million people pre-register for the game. Um, Pokemon Cafe, which I gave a pretty tepid review on a little over a year ago, is getting a full remix with new Pokemon and customization options. Uh, puzzles and mechanics will be getting refreshed as well, which just kind of goes to speak to why my review is tepid, because it was really kind of a boring game. It wasn't uh, It wasn't all that interesting, wasn't all that exciting in any way. Um, so once the uh, remix comes out, I'll get my hands back on it and see uh, how they fix things up. Uh, Pokemon Masters EX, the free-to-play mobile game, is celebrating two years by releasing new characters, adding Gen 8 mechanic, the, I'm sorry, adding the Gen 8 mechanic, Dynamaxing, and they're running three legendary events all at the same time, and then later in September, they're getting a new villain event with Team Rocket. So that's Pokemon Masters EX. Um... Pokemon Go is celebrating its fifth anniversary this year and is bringing uh, in some Galar or Gen 8 Pokemon uh, to the uh, to the uh, game. Do you, does anyone actually play Pokemon Go anymore? I have I a bunch of like friends who years. do. Yeah, I don't, but I have a bunch of friends who do, and they would like when you could do like remote raids. There was always like. Every couple days, there's always, does anyone want to do a raid? So. And my mom plays it a lot. My mom is a fucking Pokemon Go fiend. It's incredible. Really? Oh, yeah. What's your mom's she favorite Pokemon? Um, I don't know. I could probably find out that, oh, I don't have Pokemon Go on my phone anymore. Um, I'll have to ask her, but no, she probably knows more Pokemon than I do, honestly. Damn. Yeah. yeah, with that. Um, let's see. Oh, next is uh, we saw some more gameplay footage for the Gen 4 uh, remakes, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. They're bringing back some popular features from those games, like the Underground, which I high-key fucking loved. That was a great fucking mechanic. It was like this multiplayer area where like you would end up in um, like these underground tunnels and would like mine... Uh, fossils and gems and stuff out of like the ground and whatever. It was really cool. Um, and like the po it was uh, like you'd use like the stylus to like 
chisel away at like the rocks and like the, the the wall would get like unstable and like you only got like so many ways to like hammer something or like brush something before like the wall would crumble and like be like oh i've got like this three quarters covered or uncovered i hope i can get this and like it would collapse <laughs> and be like no son of a bitch um or you'd like get it and it'd be like oh sweet this is a like a fossil for like a cray deli or whatever it was actually really cool um they also showed off uh, the Dialga and Palkia edition of the Nintendo Switch Lite, which looks pretty cool. Um, but that's not like a, that's not like I wouldn't run out and get one. <laughs> I'm not going to trample a 12 year old for it if that's what uh, um, you know if that's what you guys are asking. Um, I would just trample a 12 year old for a honey bun. Oh. You beat me to it. Well, I was sitting here thinking, should I make the joke? Should I make the joke? And then you made it. So about trampling a yeah, I was like, I'll trample a twelve-year-old for free. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, and then uh, they showed off another gameplay trailer for Pokemon Legends of Arceus. Uh, and they showed off some new mechanics and even some new regional variants and evolutions of Pokemon. Um. And for anyone who didn't see it originally, the game is an open world version of uh, Pokemon, which people are really excited about. And it takes place in the Husui region, which is like ancient Sinnoh that looks like feudal Japan. Um, it uh, Some of the Pokemon that showed off was called uh, Wa- Weirdeer. It's a normal psychic type in evolution of Stantler. Uh, from Gen 2, like the, the generic ass deer that everyone like kind of remembers. Um, Basculegion is a water ghost type and evolution of Basculin. It's a, that's a water type from the fifth gen, like a generic ass fish that nobody remembers <laughs> because they have like three generic ass fish every generation. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, Husween uh, Braviary uh, is a psychic flying type uh, in a variant of Braviary. Which I think people remember Braviary because it's a fucking eagle. No clue. Murka. Um, they also showed off uh, a Husian, Hu- Husian Growlithe, a fire rock type in variant of Growlithe, uh, which looks fucking adorable. Can you say that again? Husian Growlithe? Say that name again. Growlithe? The TH is really soft. Say and it I again. Hear- Growlithe. Wrong. Oh, yeah? How do you say it? It's Growlithe. <laughs> I'm with Green on this one. It's a thith, babe. It's a thith. <laughs> Growlithe. Growlithe. Anyways, it looks I'll like a food. Kick you in the head, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you are so violent. Anyways, it looks like a food dog. Looks- Don't step on my childhood, Danny. <laughs> Don't tread on me. Um, the trailer also showed off some sort of boss battles with like enraged or corrupted Pokemon, um, which will like need to be soothed or like beaten in some other way i think in order for you to catch them it looks interesting um that that mechanic i haven't like really like they like look like super fucking angry um which uh you know 
angry Pokemon are angry Pokemon. It's kind of like, it kind of reminds me of, um, oh, what is it, uh, Pokemon Gale of Darkness? I think it was really like you had like the shadow Pokemon or like corrupted Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the GameCube games. I hope that the angry Pokemon are just regular looking Pokemon, but with like two dark lines like this to make them look angry. <laughs> like not even stylized, just burp. Just like crudely drawn eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, You know what that kind of reminds me of? Hmm. Uh, They redid the uh, Pokemon Mewtwo movie. Pokemon the movie. Mm -hmm. But they, it was like essentially the same exact movie, but they animated it in like almost like a Bob the Builder-esque animation. Like, it's very, like, I don't know, clayish? Like, in, like, you know, like, the new kids animation. Right. And it tramples my fucking soul. It's on Netflix, and I, like, I saw it, I saw the trailer, and I wanted to burn Netflix to the ground. I might have to give it a hate watch. It... It looks awful. I will have to look. It is recent. I think like they did it, redid it in like 2019. Ooh. And yeah, yeah. it's like the new, you know, new children's animation style where it's like mm-hmm. almost clayy and right, almost stop motion, but not quite stop motion. Yeah, like CGI stop motion ish, yeah. but like it's supposed to look good. And like the original Pokemon uh, movie, the Mewtwo movie looked fucking fantastic. Like it was an anime. Mm-hmm. like a legitimate anime and it was like but it was like you know my first anime kind of thing right you know it's the introduction Brain's and people don't anime. respect like the the fact that pokemon is like the og introductory anime for people mm-hmm. it's the gateway anime. it's slept on yeah, exactly <laughs> and like they redid it and they massacred my boy Oof. damn i'll have to look it up so that's what was released in the Pokemon Direct. There wasn't uh, anything else that I saw that like was really worth uh, mentioning. Um, yeah, anything else you guys want to mention for uh, for Pokemon Direct or for the Pokemon Presents? Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. That's the name of it. Twenty twenty. Oof. Big oofs. Um, I think something they could do for Pokemon Cafe to make it really kind of cool, or at least I hope they do like a Pokemon similar game, is if they did something similar to like Marvel Puzzle Quest, where yeah, it's a generic like match three, match four, whatever, but then for those who haven't played Marvel Puzzle Quest, it's like when you match each little like thing has a specific color and you recruit a team of um three like superheroes and each of their super each of their those heroes has like three different abilities that you can power up by matching um the various colors so like storm will have like a red power a black power and a yellow power and if you match a bunch of yellow pow- like yellow tokens then you'll increase that bar and when it's full up then you can like use an attack and deplete the hp of your opponent and you have to like take out x amount of um enemies to complete the stage i think it 
like Pokemon Cafe would really benefit from something like that, where you could have like the Pokemon battles, but like powering up your Pokemon's abilities by like matching three and stuff. I don't know if I explained that well, but I kind of followed it. Um, the big thing with like Pokemon Cafe is that it's supposed to be like this wholesome, like you and your Pokemon, like yeah, own Fuck a that. cafe. Fuck it, Pokemon Battles, Pokemon Puzzle Quest, just rebrand it. <laughs> Wholesome, we don't need it, that's what you have Power Wash Simulator for, Pokemon Battles. If you slap Pokemon on anything, it will sell. Yeah, very yeah. true. You could slap Pokemon, you could slap a picture of Pikachu on a roll of toilet paper, it will sell like fucking hotcakes. And people will wipe their ass with that Pikachu toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And I, not think anything twice of it. I would only wipe my ass with a grimer, uh, emblazoned toilet paper. But, I want it with a muck toilet paper. Do you guys want to? Do you guys want to move on to QuakeCon? Quake me, daddy. So shake some things up with QuakeCon. So uh, Bethesda's yeah. self. I'm. It's okay. You guys don't have to applause. It's all right. <laughs> at least give me a pity groan guys you know it could be like like you you know what you need is the bethesda the the the, the bethesda treatment at, at e3 like, oh yeah 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 i should just woo! get you guys i should just get you guys drunk not feed you and then do the announcements like the 10 people that all have like bethesda vip tags like mm-hmm. everything todd howard says so uh quakecon which is bethesda's self-owned convention and expo went off last week with some fanfare and here are some of the things that they announced uh death loop the groundhog's day-esque shooter got some fresh gameplay footage and some panel discussions um not a lot else has been really revealed it's going to be a ps5 exclusive but we've known that for a while um and uh yeah we'll see how that turns out it looks interesting i'm very much um i'm very much interested in checking it out i'll probably watch some people play it it looks fun um fallout 76 got some more content including a public and custom worlds option with a new feature called fallout worlds which gives tools to build and create uh like quests maps and stuff like that um, public worlds are going to be a rotating series of fallout worlds, uh, experiences, each with its own take on the setting and crafted by the Bethesda team, uh, custom worlds. Go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to. I thought uh, I was muted. My bad. My <laughs> B. Um, custom worlds are going to be private servers granting, um, active fallout first members access to create their own experiences, which I'm kind of miffed about. Because it's only a Fallout First deal, from what I can understand. Um, and honestly, a custom worlds option would be something I would be interested in actually buying the game for. But I'm not going to buy the game and then pay for Fallout First just to get private worlds or custom yeah. worlds like this. Um, I said before the game even launched, what they really needed to do was just hand over a bunch of tools to people to create their own, uh, their own, um, scenarios and situations. 
because survival games are best served when you can kind of craft them to your wants and desires, right? Mm -hmm. Rust, Minecraft, Valheim, all these games where you can kind of create your own situation with your friends. You know, those are games that always do well. Mm -hmm. And Fallout 76 can't seem to figure that out uh, for some reason. I don't know why. <clears throat> and with the state of the game as it was released, I'm still very hesitant to even try it. Um, I'm getting close, though. They keep adding things. and I'm like, well, if the game works now, I might yeah. try it. I still need to like actually plan for when they have a free weekend to try and play it. Mm. Um, ESO, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, announced a new DLC called Waking Flame, which will uh, come with two new dungeons. Otherwise, ESO is pretty quiet. Not a lot going on there. Um, and ESO's actually fun, though. What's that? ESO's actually fun, though. Like, Yeah. I feel like it's very underappreciated. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying, like, it's a bad game or anything. The, the, I've played I have I have, what, 200 hours in it? 300 hours, maybe? I think 200 hours. I'll have to double-check Steam here in a second. <laughs> um, no, it's fun. It's, uh, I... I don't know. I kind of got to the point with it where I'm like, I would really need to buy DLC and I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that was kind of my point. I'm like, okay, I, I, I enjoy it on its face, but do I really want to play uh, or pay more for it? Um, mm -hmm. Let me also check. Let's see. Elder Scrolls online. Um, 300. I almost had 340 hours in it. Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then, uh, of course, we have to talk about Skyrim. It's getting a 10th anniversary edition, which will come what? with... What's that? You said what? Another release of Skyrim? Uh, I know. Color me surprised. Yeah. I'm just waiting for my copy of Skyrim on the Samsung smart fridge. <laughs> Make it happen. When God. I I want to play it on my Amazon Echo. But, okay, so like, we can make all the jokes, but the Anniversary Edition will come with um, all three expansions and with over 500 pieces of content with from the Bethesda Creation Club, which will include quests, dungeons, bosses, weapons, spells, and more. And I'll be honest, that actually sounds like it's a pretty good value. Like, I would probably pay, I might pay 60 bucks for that. That's that's a lot of content. I wouldn't. You also don't like those games, though. I don't like Skyrim. I got it for free. <laughs> I got it for free with the Bethesda's Insiders, like when it was like out fresh, like yeah, first came out, and mm -hmm. I'm like, this game is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I started. I did the camp. You know, the, the starting mission where the fucking dragon comes out of nowhere. You're on a fucking. Uh, cart with another guy oh you're weak oh the you know, intro kind of is and like, garbage yeah. yeah and i'm like sitting here and there's like oh, you need to go here and so i'm like walking and walking and walking and walking oh you need to go here walking 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 mud crab walking walking and it's like <laughs> oh my god i hate skyrim so much <laughs> it's so boring so uh surprising little fact here 
Um, I have 339 hours in uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Now, I think there might be a significant portion of that that is dedicated to the to installing patches. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, you unst- uninstall it and then reinstall it, and it's just like it takes fucking forever. <laughs> yeah, it's like you do the initial Steam install or whatever, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, the launcher has like a fucking 400 gig download shit. Like, yeah. It's insane. It is insane. Um, but I only have 172 hours in Skyrim. Plus, I I, I can count this uh, 20 hours in a uh, overhaul mod mod called Under Enderall that has its own separate launcher. Um, but yeah, like I I might actually like I would be willing to pick up a 10th anniversary edition of Skyrim with how much it comes out with. Um. Next on my list is Doom Eternal is getting update 6.66, which will have horde mode, updates to the battle mode, and uh, there was also a trailer for uh, Doom Eternal, the Ancient Gods Part 2 on the Switch. Uh, any, Any of that, like, tickle your testicles? No? No. No. Yeah. I mean, Um, there's some people who are going to be like, Super excited for word mode for Doom with us mm-hmm. on me. Like I know Mendachi, like we'll be all on that shit. Shout out to Mendachi, I love you. Yeah, yeah. But for me, no, it's not a big thing. Yeah, Doom is one of those games that like I know people love. I know people f- like it, it's just got its cult following, and I understand that, but it just doesn't like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, one of those games that like maybe I'll pick up, maybe I won't, but it's nothing that's like top of the list. If anything, I would play it for the soundtrack because from what I've heard of the soundtrack, that's it's metal, dope. But, yeah, like, uh, who is it? Mick Gordon, I think. I don't know. I just know it sounds cool. Yeah, unfortunately, he's not going to be doing any others because they had a huge falling out. Ooh, unfortunate. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was kind of it. Not a lot of like mind blowing stuff here. Uh, I think Bethesda and Zenimax fans are coming out of this with good stuff. I think they can feel good about it. Um, like I said, it's nice to see updates to Fallout 76 after all this time. They just need to stop putting all the cool shit behind paywalls because I want to try it. And with how the game launch, I don't trust them. I, I, I don't want to, I, I just, I don't want to take that step. Like I am too afraid to take that step with them. On Fallout 76. Um, Remember when they announced the the Battle Royale? And uh, they're like, oh, we're going to... It goes live right now. And they thought it was going to be like the biggest hype. I vaguely remember that, yeah. Yeah. And then they got like Shroud and a whole bunch of those people to play it. And they played it for like two whole days and they're like okay we're going back to yeah apex apex and <laughs> I, I don't think warzone was a thing at the time no i don't think so i don't think so apex either. and and PUBG and stuff like that yeah. so. i heard the the brotherhood of steel um update was was fun like it was interesting and for fallout lore fans that probably offered a lot of value um because there's a lot, I mean, the Brotherhood of Steel is one of the biggest lore dumps 
in the entire Fallout universe. Um, they're in almost all of the games. They're the focus of an entire game. The fact that there's another campaign dedicated to them was really interesting. Um, they're not interesting. I'm sorry. It was uh, something I know a lot of people were like really into. So yeah. Uh, moving on from QuakeCon to Microsoft at GamesCon. Let's uh, kind of wrap up the show here with this. This actually happened today. Uh, so this is breaking news. Oh, boring. <laughs> yeah. Green, you actually got to uh, watch us live, didn't you? I watched like I, as much as I could of it live. Like, I think I watched like maybe 30 minutes and then I like three fourths of the way, maybe through Flight Simulator. I'm like, all right, this is not for me. Yeah. GamesCon, I struggle with to watch. I've noticed that, like, it's not, it's, I think it's kind of cursed to be boring because E3 just happened, right? Like, and now GamesCon comes around and it's just, it's blase. It's mostly developers talk. Like, if you're, if yeah. you're really into game development, um, you know, GamesCon is for you because it's a lot more panels and discussion about like the process and like showing gameplay and stuff. It's not, it's not, um, it's not as flashy. I don't know. It's pretty slow and boring, but, um, we did see some stuff for it. Um, xCloud, the g cloud gaming service is coming to Xbox one and series X and S this holiday season. So you can play those games in sweet, sweet, laggy 720p, 30 frames per second. Um, the more cars for Forza Horizon 5 are show, uh, were shown off. Um, for those of you who love sexy, sexy horsepower machines. <laughs> um, more Dying Light 2 gameplay was shown off with all of its hardcore parkour action. Um, which looked okay. It looks, it looks fun. Like, I don't know if it's going to be one that I pick up, but if you, especially if you like the first dying light, I'm sure you'll probably enjoy this. Um, Flight Simulator is getting lots of updates, including areas covering Germany, Switzerland, and Austria. It's also getting a new helicopter-like air taxi. Um, yeah, it was like a, like a drone air taxi. That was interesting to see. Mm -hmm. Like, a flight simulator looks gorgeous. Do I want to sit there and and watch a dev who's wearing a flight jacket, like in like an old school like Top Gun flight jacket that says "Dev" on it? Like, no. The gameplay was pretty though. Like, yeah. Ooh. Um, Age of Empires four showed off the trebuchet unit and talked about the history of the trebuchet. Apparently, um, also the trebuchet is the most annoying unit in the whole franchise. Fucking fight me. <laughs> I did get through the whole Microsoft flight simulator. I that's where it killed me. Mm. Was the Age of Empires four, <laughs> and the, like the whole like I watched the whole trebuchet thing, and I'm like, okay, is this going anywhere? And then they start talking about age and like nothing about the trebuchet, and I'm like, okay, mm. whatever. All right, I'm done. Goodbye. Yeah. I'll go play EFT. 
Still testing <laughs> you guys live. Like, whatever. Um, Never coerced me into, into doing that again. That was awful. Well, we need someone to, to watch it live. Oh, man, it was so bad. <laughs> um, they announced a new game called Stray Blade. It's a new action RPG from 505 Games. Uh, it looks like it's going to have like some some plotting, hard hitting combat, and aesthetically, it reminds me of Dauntless. Ooh, I um, love me some Dauntless. Crusader Kings Three console port was announced with a release date to be announced sometime soonish, and that's going to be available through Game Pass when it releases. Um, and then there are a bunch of indie titles coming to Game Pass, including Archvale. Next Space Rebels, Dodgeball Academia, Bushuden, Night Fight Express, and several others. A lot of them from Humble Games. Um, and that was Microsoft's Game uh, Games Con 2021 presentation. Hmm. Not again, like none of the things that like none of these presentations we've seen over the last week have been like anything mind blowing. Um, or like Speak for yourself, the SC showcase was great. <laughs> I loved it. True, true. <laughs> and you know, Husui and Growlithe was the punch you in the throat. Say uh say Molotov. Molotov. <laughs> yeah, you got no room to talk. <laughs> um <laughs> That's a completely different thing, my 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 man. Like you're messing with childhoods. I'm talking about a flaming, a flaming liquid of freedom. Okay, there's a difference. Fake fire dog. Real world item. Big fire dog. Fake Big fire bottle. Mmm. Mmm. There's fire involved in both. I am naming I am naming my Husley and Growlith. Growlith. Uh Molotov now. Do it. I don't want to kick you in the head. You gonna buy a switch? <laughs> um the, mm. name name that Husian Growlith. That 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 hussy Growlith. <laughs> the hussy, that the hussy. hussy Growlith. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, like, again, I didn't feel like anything has been, like, super mind-blowing or, like, exciting at all, like, over the last couple days. I'm sure, like, Destiny 2 fans can feel rejoiced that they had the most exciting presentation. Um, there, I mean, I'm, as, as I said, uh, Bungie goes hard. Yeah. So, this is not their first time that they've had, like, a, a quality showcase, so. Yeah. Well, uh, let's wrap up the show. How's that sound? McRayla. Yes. What's coming up on your channel? Um, I just started my Dark Souls 2 gameplay or playthrough yesterday. Um, and it's already stressing me out. <laughs> so um, I haven't even gotten to the first boss. I keep getting my ass beat by uh, mobs. And it's incredibly frustrating. And the gameplay is slow. So if you want to see me cry on stream, head over to twitch.tv slash because I anticipate many tears and I'm already ready to be onto Dark Souls 3. So 
question. Will you wear mascara and eyeliner just so um, it'll run down your face while running while playing Dark Souls 2? Not eyeliner cuz I can't do eyeliner to save my life. Well, but it's going to get feel- smudged anyways. Fair. You know what? I'll tell you what. If I feel tears coming on, I will pause my stream, run upstairs, grab my eyeliner. I'll apply it on stream too. And then let the tears flow. So you can see the entire process. It'll probably even flow better because it's like wet mascara. Like you, it's all wet and all newly applied. Can you sing uh, like the intro to Black Parade as well? While like I was going to see silently slobbing, like my minorly sobbing like when i was i was gonna sing mad world uh by gary jules oh that works too all of us all of us went for very different songs i was thinking big girls don't cry (laughs) by uh Uh, callie colbert i'll actually start singing i like them big i like them chunky (laughs) as it'll probably be like one of the fucking giant ass enemies that's just beating my ass over and over and over again yeah so uh okay so you're doing that on twitch where uh where else can people find you um you can find me on twitter um nowadays it's all just jojo shit because that's my newest hyperfixation. um little 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, 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 like. <laughs> for the english watchers um yeah mostly twitch twitter um those are my two most at places. But any other social media, if you find me, you can add me. And I might not see it for another year. Neopets even. I also have a Neopets uh, that I've recently gotten back into. So hit me up on any of them. Any of them. Especially Neopets. <laughs> Is it 1998 again? <laughs> yes. I'm reliving my childhood. Green, what's coming up on your channel? Destiny. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Destiny is gonna be mainly this week. Uh, just didn't get into the uh, the level cap um, on all three characters. Um, there's not much as as I said. It's like progressive weekly, um, so it's not like I'm gonna get like a whole campaign done or anything like that. So I'm gonna probably have some free time. Um, but I only stream two more days, and then it's the weekend, and then we go to to two D con. So not much. Uh, I'm going to play Destiny tomorrow, and I'm probably going to play Apex or something on Thursday. Maybe Escape from Tarkov. Who knows? Um, I also launched my Etsy store. Uh, it's Mug Club Co. Store, um, which I'm probably going to make an advertisement for, like a, like a recording. I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, but yeah, you can buy the random mug deal has moved to that. Um, you can also find me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, YouTube. I'm going to start working on YouTube. I promise. I'll get there. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. And that's all at Mr. Green Elite. Um, except for Instagram, which is TTV Mr. Green Elite. So. Yeah. Danny, what you got? Um. Well, no streams this week, except for maybe Sunday. I'll play Metro, maybe. Kind of depends we on how I'm feeling. stream in the car. Ooh true true we could do a little uh stream so for those who don't know road trip stream yeah so those who don't know um green and i with a few other people including our significant others will be going up to minneapolis this weekend this friday actually 
for 2DCon. So if you guys live in the Minneapolis area and are attending 2DCon, hit us up. We would love to hang out with you guys. Um, that will be we'll be there Friday, like midday in the into the evening, and then we'll be there like Saturday, like all day. Um, and then we're leaving Minneapolis on Sunday. But yeah, 2DCon this weekend. Um, hit us up. Uh, and if you guys want to like keep up with me, you can follow me on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Danny K. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at Danny K, D-A-N-I-E-C-A-E. Also find me on YouTube where this podcast is hosted. That's Danny K Media. Uh, podcast gets uploaded every week along with a couple uh, select highlights from the show over the week. Um, that's going to wrap up the show this week. We appreciate all of you guys for watching and listening. It really does mean a lot to us that you guys take the time to watch and listen. Uh, don't forget the question of the week this week, and that is... Who do you think should be the next host of Jeopardy and why? Let us know in the comments down below. You can also tweet at me or tweet at McRaylo or Green Elite with your answer. If you guys missed any part of the show, you can watch and listen on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. If you guys want to help support the show, leave a like, subscribe, drop a comment on the video. But the most important way to help support the show, the biggest top tier way to help the show is by telling your friends, retweeting, sharing, all that stuff. It really does help us out way more than you guys could know. So please do that. Guys, until next week, stay safe, stay healthy, keep fighting the good fights, and we'll talk to you guys again next week. Goodbye! Oh, wait, there's one more thing I gotta mention. Oh, Literally, oh, as I was just mentioning, no. thinking. Um, we are still looking for a third co-host of the podcast. If you guys are interested, link in the description to apply. And we are setting up auditions soonish. Applications are still open, please Applicate, submit yes. as soon as possible. Yes. All right. Now, stay safe. Have a good rest of your week. Keep fighting the good fights. And goodbye. Love you.